And Maximum Security was the runaway winner of the Cigar Mile yesterday at Aqueduct. And I couldn't have been prouder than, than the boy um, than I've ever been before. I've always felt like I was uh, part of something from uh, second or third race on and into the Florida Derby and into the Kentucky Derby, even though he was disqualified. He's just a one-in-a-million racehorse that goes out there and gets his job done. But the one thing I find that's very interesting is the continued assault on Jason Service. So I wanted to give you a couple of thoughts. We've got a couple of things to talk about today. I want to talk about Jason Service, first of all. I want to talk about maximum security. Then we're going to go to a little bit about what happened in New York yesterday, the Claiming Crown, and then the Classico del Caribe, which I like a lot today. I've been pointing for this for the last month since the Breeders' Cup. So, let's go quickly. Jason Service. Why is he so successful? People want to call drugs. People want to call this cheating. People want to say this. People say that. Let me tell you one thing. Jason doesn't put the mileage on his horses in the morning that all these other trainers do. Because all these other trainers are way over training horses. Bobby Frankel said it best when he said it one time when he said horses are overtrained to begin with. And he's right. Jason Service doesn't put the miles on him. His works are gallops with finishes. You know, while guys are going for furlongs, six furlongs, six furlongs, gallop out, gallop out, gallop out. And they're really putting all out of these horses under stress and over the top. Training has become way too much for the common thoroughbred racehorse in America. And Jason does very well getting horses to run without getting them to work three quarters or pushing them. He does a lot of mile gallops with a nice little quarter at the end that they finish. He gets them fit. He gets it done. Um, but people don't understand that. They can't wrap their heads around it. They can't. They just can't. Just like maximum security. They've never been able to wrap their heads around it. And it's going to drive them crazy. Good. We don't need them anyway. A bunch of idiots. Um, but you have to understand horses to understand what these guys move and act like. And if you put too much stress on a horse, they go backwards on you. That's why you see so much form reversal, too much works in between, too much, too much mileage. And the gallop outs are, are crazy. Why do you have a horse go five furlongs and gallop out seven-eighths of a mile every single time or a mile? It just puts mileage on them. You put mileage on something, it's going to end up breaking down. Right, second thing, New York yesterday. Speed was un unbelievable. A lot, but a lot of that speed, I don't think it was a track bias because a lot of horses got away with slow paces. A lot of horses were given the lead, going 50. So when you allow horses to get easy leads, the greatest examples of them was up. What was Irad doing on critical value? She gets on top, she's in front, and he guzzles her down and allows um, the, uh, the eventual winner to go to the lead, Lake Avenue, I think is her name, right? The other tap at Philly. Just allows her to get on the lead in 50. What was he thinking? Oh, I'm going to concede the lead and then come back on? Like that's work today? No. I, I think sometimes the, 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 the insanity is, is, is a great word to use with some jockey tactics. Because that tactic they're just using, they've used it 25 times and maybe it's worked once. 
I don't know if that's the optimistic view of saying I can do whatever I want, but maybe that's what it is. They feel they can do whatever I want on the horse, and they're the reason the horse wins. Or they're the, you know, and, but they're never the reason the horse loses. But I thought yesterday it wasn't a bias in New York. It was jockey error, jockey tactics that allowed horses just to waltz on the front end and not look back. About uh, the claiming crown. Boy, Navarro is off to a bad start at this meet. His horses look good in the morning. They train good. I don't, you know, again, people are being people. And uh, I don't know if I picked a lot of yesterday. I didn't... That claiming crown was tough yesterday, but my whole point is, as you can hear, a plane overhead here at Palm Meadows going for the landing strip. Uh, but my whole thought is, uh, with the claiming crown, it's a tough to begin with because every single one of those horses belongs in that race. And I don't think I picked too many um, Navarros yesterday, but he did not have a good day. However, uh, boy, we needed sensational and the, the six horse in, in the race of the $132 horse. His barnmate uh, won when Peter Walder had three horses in a race. I really hate it when I have a, a race with trainers that have three horses in the race. You just, you just have to wonder what the instructions are. Uh, and, and that's just such a conflict of interest that, that just, anyway. Um, but we had that a few times yesterday. Uh, we've had that a few times in the last couple of years. So, claiming crown. Classico del Caribe. I love it today. I, I use my eyes. It's what I do. Uh, it's, I think it's our strength. Um, play it today. Trust what we're seeing. You can't handicap. You don't have numbers. You don't have anything on them. Play the Classico del Caribe today. Um, so just to recap, I just feel that, that, that Jason Service doesn't put the mileage on horses that other trainers do. And he gets results from it. You, he's never had a positive test. He's never been in trouble. Uh, so just look at it that way. And if you're a smart handicapper, you're going to look at it from a smart perspective and not a biased, individualized attack on somebody because you just can't wrap your head around it. Uh, and, and that's what which we get here in this country now. We get people just with... They're radicalized in their own mind. They think they know, and they think they know what the truth is, and they act upon it, and they could be far more wrong. And there's a lot of professionals to do that, too. There's a pair of brothers that attack those, you know, trainers all the time. Or maybe they need to get better, be better handicappers. Or maybe they need to figure out that the, the, the rail bias is not the only handicapping thing they can ever figure out, ever be able to, to use to make money. So... So again, Classico del Cariba today. We have workouts now for fairgrounds as well. We, uh, uh, it, that's a tough track to play, but when you hit it right, you can make some good money. So today I recommend fairgrounds and Gulfstream. And uh, let's go have some fun today in Arriba, uh, La Classico del Caribe.